Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to Jump Time AFL Podcast, around 16, 20, 19. We come to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who is... <laughs> How you going, buddy? <laughs> I don't like the way you're reveling in this, Michael. Uh, <laughs> hello, Junk Timers. Uh, I've come straight from the footy. You have. I literally met you out the front of Wayne Jackson Studios. We had a very important engagement today. To get this on tape, you've come from the game, straight from the game, and you're in a corporate event today? Yes, I was at the Carltonians. The Carltonians. What are the Carltonians, Adam? So the Carltonians like a, uh, is a coterie group. Sure. And what, what part of the mafia do they come from? I could get you killed for that. <laughs> I know people now. Are they pure I Sicilian? Know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know people. Actually, I had to do a couple of, uh, a couple of bits and pieces uh, for the Carltonians. Really? I mean, like, they, they cut, need to- cut up a horse and put it in a bed? <laughs> They need to uh, justify your ticket is the way that I was put to me. Justify your ticket? Yeah. So, uh, because you have to pay to be a part of it. So, to be, okay. Okay, so get, okay. okay. you've had a big afternoon. I have. Um, <laughs> we'll start off with the question again. Yep. What are the Carltonians? So, to be a Carltonian, I thought it was like um, some sort of inside crew mm-hmm. that you were asked to be a part of. But it turns out, if you've got the money, you can be a Carltonian. You can pay your way in. Yes. So I'm pretty sure Essendon have the Essendonians. They do. They do for a fact. Yes, and that's true. I'm not sure if every club has sort of an inside group. So it's not you're not at the president's lunch. You're at the next one. So Mark, um, uh, what's our... Um, Neild? No, no, no. What's our... Uh, Harvey? No. Jackson? So I've been drinking. <laughs> Le Dutrichet. Mark LeBlanc. Mark, Matt LeBlanc. He was a former uh, president of the Coterie Group, of the Carltonians. Oh, okay. That's, that's how he got his leg up yeah, into yeah. being, so you know, the, the, the successful president that he has been so succession far. Succession plan. Yeah, succession sure. plan. Well, yeah, so free. very powerful. Sure, gotcha. Very powerful. So I'm assuming that every club has, so it's not the people who are at the president's lunch. It's like a, I don't know. A like secondary a group. group. No, I know what you mean. Like, I, I feel like they're around. I don't know if they're around anymore, but they used to be around and they were called WASH. Uh, we all support Hawthorne. And I feel like they might be the Carltonians. Of the yeah. Hawthorne version. That's the only one I know. Jeez, I fucking hate that name. Yeah, sure. But do you if I met anyone called who was from Wash, I would fucking stab do you them. Reckon though, do you reckon in though? Do you reckon though the Suns have too many secondary? There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't go to the President's Lunch. No, no, I'm a secondary okay. group. You know, I'm not. I'm not a big wig. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't own my own. I don't. I don't own my own. My own my own car wash here in the Gold Coast. <laughs> I uh, I don't own my own 4D <laughs> cinema. I'm a Suntonian. I just uh, I, I lurk in the background. Yeah, man. I mean, the, the time zone. It's a, it's a, I work there. I don't own it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I had to uh, be a part. There was like they were giving away tickets to Front Bar. So you are a member of Caltonians? No, okay. because it's uh, four and a half grand. Oh, fuck that! To be a member of the Caltonians. To get what? Mate, you get a lunch. Every well, you're giving week. money to the club, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You basically you give yeah. money Donation. to the club. Donation. 
Yeah, and you get to go to a, a really nice function every mm-hmm. second week. So yep. if you were a heavy drinker, say mm-hmm. like uh, me, and if I rate it, so, okay, so say 11 games, 400 bucks a game. Uh-huh. How many beers could I get for 400 bucks, you reckon? 11 like, games, a few with Eddie had. I mean, are they... So, are eight, they, so are, eight bucks. Are they heavy beers? Are they? Yeah, the no, they're heavy during the day. Okay. So eight bucks, so that's 50 beers. Mm-hmm. So if I went early... If I got there at the start of the Carltonian, because you're a stayed, passionate Carltonian, and stayed to the very end, whether we lost or won, uh huh, you can you can hang around until the other team sings the song. Yeah, yeah. So forty minutes beyond, and usually the Carltonians, I imagine, are leaving at halftime. <laughs> I was very, I was very keen to leave very early, and then see this. Okay, we'll get to this in a second. If I had fifty beers per session, uh huh, then that would almost justify me being a Carltonian. Carltonian. You think I should do it? I reckon you should sign up, mate. No, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I reckon you got to game high, mate. You got to be on the board. You got to be on the board. I don't think you should be president because oh. you need a lot of money to be president. Like, and I don't mean like you know a lot of money. Like you know, like you need fuck off money. Question without notice. Oh god, not again. Do football clubs at the elite level have the board like you see at a lower club where it's like president, treasurer, captain, coach, written on the thing? Do they have that in like? Say it's uh, Waverley Where Hawthorne train They'd have If you I went reckon, in there Would they have that board Like they do at lower levels I reckon they would I don't think they'd have Board members on the, on the I don't reckon Treasurer Nowadays I think Treasurer was probably A bigger deal back in the day Yeah And also I reckon There was a lot of Treasurers Back in the day Just <laughs> yeah. pinching a lot Of fucking money But you'd have President obviously Yes You'd have Captain Coach But do they have that On a board The way that uh, You know Lower clubs tend to do Yeah well I mean I know going back to my old club St Mary's Now St Mary's Salesians And they do still have My name on the board For our best first year player In 1998 D4 edition No big deal I don't want to talk about it I don't want to bring it up again They had best first year player Best first year player For D4 Yeah you know He's pointing up there That's something I can show My grandkids And say hey look yeah. Granddad wasn't always a pathetic <laughs> loser. I'd <laughs> be like, Granddad, you're embarrassing. He used to get a kick every now and then. So, go to the function. How many people at the function? Uh, it's probably about 150, 200. And you were talking about earning your keep? You had to earn your... Yes. So, they needed me. They were giving away tickets to the front bar. You work on front bar. Um, Great show. And so, I had to be a part of the auction. Oh, okay. Get so up there. And... away a couple of tickets that yeah. Andy Marr had provided to the, uh, to the Carltonians. Yeah, sick. And so that went for 1500 bucks. That was a pretty easy auction. Like, That's pretty cool. You know, whenever you do a gig, I don't know whether you've done this, but they're always like, oh, I've can done you... a fucking gig, mate, okay? I've done a fucking gig in my time. Not a good one, though. <laughs> Not a good one. But they always say, can you run the auction? You're like, I don't want to run an auction. I'm a comedian. I don't know how to do it. Real estate agents are fucking great at it. Yeah, for sure. Comedians for sure. are not. Because you're always like... Have we got any more money? I go, uh, now I, I don't think they like me anymore. I'd be a terrible auctioneer. Absolutely. And, and that's also like putting a comedian in the role that they're not meant to be in. Like they always go, comedian can do whatever. They go yeah. like, oh, you're a funny guy. Um, come and do 10 minutes at a funeral. It's like, no, that that's not how it quite works. Well, it depends on the funeral. We did a Hawthorne gig at the Comics Lounge about 2014, I think, where I first met, I believe, Craig Coombs, friend of the show, the lovely Craig Coombs. Yes. Getting, hope you're feeling well, Craig. That's where you got your photo with Rowan Showmakers. Rowan Showmakers. And I went back stage and uh there was a guy with red hair right just a guy with red hair oh fuck yeah i can't believe you haven't spoken to him no i went up to him and i i i said i kind of shook his hand and i said it kind of under my breath so i wasn't quite really sure like if he heard me or anything and i said oh that's cole cheney and it was like nah that was just the dude there to do the auction but i was like oh you look a bit like 
Kyle Cheney. But that's okay, isn't it? Well, yeah, I don't think he heard me, but I got yeah. I got away with it. I got away with it. But he would have been happy to be called Kyle Cheney. Well, he got up there and did the proper auction. He's like, you know, sold. Like, you know, and that's not really good at it. That's what real estate agents and you know what? Real estate agents love doing that. And they're happy to do it, and I'm happy for them to do it. Whenever I do it at a you know, at a footy club, they'll be like, mate, do the auction. Like, do you know anyone in real estate? They're like, oh, yeah, Dave, mate, fucking loves it. Mm. I go, get him up. Yeah. He fucking loves it. He can talk about how close the tickets are to the amenities. There's a primary school nearby. There's fucking, this house is fucking up Absolutely. for grabs. And you know that the prize they're going to win is uh, is perfect. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's they're very trustworthy. It's That's the best the prize. Uh, so, okay, let's go through the day. So, what are you doing? So, you're, you're at the function. You go out to a certain seat during the game? Yes. So, they give you seats. And for the first three quarters, I was quite happy. I actually, there was security walking up and down. And I said to security, can you kick me out? And he said, uh, he kind of laughed. I'm like, I'm not fucking joking, mate. I would like to be removed. He, he just kind of laughed. And I was just like, I wonder how hard it would be to get someone kicked out. Like, if... Say you're being a fuckwit at the footy, which yep. is not hard. Yeah. But for someone to come over and go, which guy? Then other people around you who've obviously texted would go, Michael Chamberlain. Yeah, okay, gotcha. How much of a dickhead? Do they have to watch you? Do they have to see what's going on? Or do they just go, nah, you're gone? Take your word for it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, good point, actually. Yeah. So halftime, you go back into the lounge area? Yeah, so halftime I had to help out with some um, uh, raffle draw. Oh, fuck. They got you working hard, man. They did have me working hard. and he's Did you get paid for this shit or did you get paid for the free lunch? Yeah, well, that's a free lunch. So you oh, you got to earn your keep. Fucking hell. So I go back in there and then the girl that was running the uh, the afternoon, uh, Ash. She, she has a name, Rebecca Judd. Okay. <laughs> no, mate. She's in, uh, they're in Broome at the moment if you look at the Instagram. <laughs> Ash goes, so what do you think you're doing in the second half? And I said, well, I'd get rid of fucking Lockie Plowman. Okay. And Oh, God, she's going out with him. No, no, no. But married the crowd, to him. No, no, nothing oh, to do with that. Okay. The crowd's just like, ooh. And it's like, and I wanted to fucking go the crowd. The mum was there? Like, the mum, dad was there? Like, Don't care. Okay, I thought Don't he care. stepped in something there. No, no, no. But everyone, everyone kind of went against me. It's like, have you fuckheads not seen? Like, I wanted to snap. Yeah, okay. And just go, have you fuckheads not been watching this game? Yeah. And... They just got all antsy at me. Can I raise the point about the football media very quickly? Please. Do you find it a bit interesting that the football media get time off during the season? I am horrified by I that. I think to myself, you've got 24 weeks, not even a year, it's not even barely half a year. Yeah. You've got 24, 25 weeks maybe. Okay, you've got to do shows. Couldn't agree more. And yet they still get like a two-week period off or a three-week period off. They, they miss a Monday or they yeah. miss a Thursday or whatever it is. And it's like, wait a second. Didn't you fucking sign up for this at the start of the year? Don't you look at your calendar and be like, oh, maybe I'll do my holidays in uh, October. You go, I can't Not in work, fucking July. I can't work 25 Saturdays in a row. I find I need that three absolutely off. fascinating. Yeah, I'm stunned by I that. I find, uh, that, you know, you're watching the shows and like, uh, oh, they're not here this week. And then you look at their Instagram and they're, you know, fucking in. Bali. You know, whatever, yeah. Cooler. And you go, wait a second. Like, yeah, yeah. I think you should. I, and also... Can I fucking tee off for a fucking second? <laughs> Here we go. These cunts yeah. fucking don't work a fucking hour in their fucking day. These fucking cunts fucking show up. They're fucking first to fucking last to get there, fucking first to leave. And then everyone's fucking sitting around going, oh, gee, they're fucking working really hard. No, they're not. They're not working hard. Fuck these people. Work every fucking week like a fucking adult. Who in the media is working hard? <laughs> like, does anyone in the media actually think... Like, I know it's not our fault as listeners, that they have nine jobs. And you go, 
It's your fucking fault for putting them all in the footy season. Oh, fuck, man. I had a fucking job recently. They're like, oh, we got, no, we got to take it easy on his son because he's got to look after his kids. Like, the cunt's never looked after his fucking kids in his fucking life. Why would he? <laughs> fuck, I love this. Chambo's kicked off. Oh, God. Everyone else is like, oh, fucking, you fucking, oh, you got to get home to your family. Boo hoo. But everyone in the fucking media was like, oh, no, no, they got to look after their family. Oh, no. Because, you know, because how, how can they, how can they manage working those, those one and a half hours a day if they didn't That's work? the thing. They don't work that fucking much. <laughs> Junk timers. Like, we, what do we work? We're like, we work off. an hour and a half a week. And we are happy to be here. Imagine we took the middle two weeks of the year off and go, no, I can't kind of be fucked. Yeah, like we don't get fucked. What? It's literally, and also literally, <laughs> for a lot of them, it's literally an hour. Literally an hour. So anyway, okay, gets to the final quarter. <laughs> you know what's really disappointing is, and I'm sure you've been through this, is when your team starts to turn, okay, and you start to see light at the end of the tunnel. Forty points down, third term. Not forty, mate. About thirty. Oh, no, I was forty, mate. It's forty. No, you did better. You did better than you think. Was you get close, and I'm almost not sure at this point whether getting close is better than being beaten by four goals. Yeah. Because okay. there's no hope. So I was, I had checked out. I was like, all right, I've got to go do the podcast. I will leave halfway through the last quarter. I'll have one more beer, uh-huh. and then I'll fuck off. Yeah. And then you go, another goal. And you're like, no, oh, fuck, here we go. Mm-hmm. You go, I'll go to the bathroom, I'll come back, another goal. And you're like, fuck, all right, someone brings you another beer. You're like, oh, fuck, we're on air. Another goal. Going. We get in front, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, this is going to be like the Western Bulldogs two weeks ago. We're going to lose. We're going to lose a tight one. What is the point of living? And then I called in a bomb threat. I think the words, if I can quote, if I can get it right from... Um Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you what, not right. It's Will Smith. Uh, It's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. Is that right? Yeah. And then Tommy Lee Jones said, uh, try it. But in the end, spoiler alert, Tommy Lee Jones ends up with his love on the farm. In Men in Black? In Men in Black. Is that a love movie? I think you're going to be okay. So anyway, we, we weren't really close. Uh, what did not, uh, Melbourne had three people on the bench. We were fucking footy. Fuck. It's just so <laughs> devastating. You know when you're just close. Shall we, tell tear, you, shall we tear off on people in the media again? <laughs> well, you kind of enjoy that. You know what's good, though, is uh, at least not a Fremantle fan. How about yeah. that? Two goals. Two goals. Two, two goals in a derby. Two, you know when you're under the pump, you're under the spotlight, and you go, you know why they kicked two goals? Because Carlton fucking spooked them last week. They were 219, Adam, in the end. Apparently, it's the worst goal kicking uh, in since champion data have kept no way statistics. Yeah, that's actually fascinating. So imagine the people at champion data going, "Oh, I hope they don't get another one. Don't get another one." Could you? It would have been fucking Christmas Eve at fucking champion data. They would have been going, "Oh, yeah. fucking two nineteen. Is there a team at champion data? Like, is there are there people or is there a dude? Oh, there'd be a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. I used to work in a place where it was Fox Cell Comedy Channel back in 08. I think Champion Data had the floor above us, I okay. believe. And it was a Ted Hopkins. But it was like mystical, like mystical. He was, uh, he was one of the initial Champion yeah, Data. Ted he had Hopkins. articles in the air all the time, yeah. Yes. Ted Hopkins, you may remember from the uh, 1970 grand final, kick four in the second half. You probably won't remember because you're, you know, fucking listening to a podcast. But yes, Ted Hopkins started Champion Data. So could you imagine for how long they've kept stats and gone, well, this is shit, until it starts to become relevant? Like you go, how many left foot uh, kicks out in the full? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's been nine in a row. And you're like, there's yeah, been yeah. nine left foots out in the row. Sure, sure. Hand candy, left side, yeah. foot candy, <laughs> yeah, right exactly. side. Yeah. So they went down by, I'm trying to look at the sum C now, 91 points to the Eagles. Yes. Bit of, bit of talk. 
a bit of media talk, I suppose. And we're all fuck it, fuck the media people. But mm. um, uh, a bit of talk that the Eagles may be going back to back this year. Well, they're looking pretty good. I mean. The thing is, I think when you lose in a derby and or a showdown or a Q clash, it's amplified. Or a battle of the bridge. Yep. So you can't be embarrassed by that. But 219, like, fuck, they could have easily been 318. That's the thing. Like, you know, people say Fremantle was shit, but they could have been three goals 18. Well, I mean... And that's a good run. I mean, bad kicking is bad football. But Eagle was moving to that second spot now. And then you think about home games, home finals. Yep. And then, of course, there was Kane Corns during the week. He came out and, and labelled the Fremantle team as arrogant. Yeah, and I agree with him. He said they were arrogant. He talked about how Nat Fife and Michael Waters were mocking players during games. So Fife went up, I think it was two weeks ago. It wasn't against Carlton. Robbie Gray ruffled the hair. Yes, ruffled the hair. And it wasn't like a little bit of a walk past ruffle. It was stand, ruffle, stand by you, keep ruffling, I'm ruffling. Still ruffling. Yeah. And ruffling I, I, your fucking head. And I, how Robbie Gray didn't turn around and fucking axe kick him in the face. I think there is a long history of people ruffling the hair and people being incredibly annoyed at the ruffling of the hair. I don't think anyone can stand by that. No, no one can stand by the ruffling of the hair. But if you, say, get... You're in your full back line. You get caught holding the ball and then everyone comes and ruffles your hair. You kind of have to accept that. That's kind of like the way that... No, no, no. I'm, I agree with you. I would fucking yeah yeah no no you wear it you wear it yeah but and because you can't punch the bloke in the face yeah because you're gonna get four weeks but you want to but should you should there be like an allocated ruffle zone oh okay gotcha like a, like a, in the maybe a twenty five meter mark if you fuck up yeah. within twenty five minutes of goal yeah sure if you kind of everyone you know the way they do with the first goal kicker they uh-huh. all run to him yeah gotcha you fuck up everyone fucking runs to you and also ruffle, in that maybe twenty five meter mark where yeah. usually the error is pretty important like you might. Kick backwards across the goal. It yeah, gets marked yeah. by the team. It's they kick you. a goal. Therefore, yeah. you can, uh, I think Connor Glass might have done it on the weekend on Friday night. Did a similar thing. He was under pressure, but he did a kick and it got yes. you know rebounded Collingwood. So then oh, you're allowed to, to come in. You can ruffle the hair. Like there's a ruffle zone. Okay, another junk time idea. <laughs> AFL, are you fucking listening? Yeah. I get the feeling they're not listening at it. If you've got your six 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 and your ruffles, the ruffle zone. If you've got a ruffle zone. <laughs> okay, so when we set up for the six six six, do we have to have? We've got, we've got two players in the um, goal square. Do we have hmm. four players in the ruffle zone? No, no, no. So you don't want to set people up in the ruffle zone. But when something goes down, everyone knows. Like, thing comes up on the screen. Ruffle. Ruffle. Okay. Ruffle okay, gotcha. And now, also, yeah. when we get to a goal review that yeah. comes off an oh. error in the ruffle zone. Bang. Does the scoreboard come up with... Is he worthy of a ruffle? Ruffle. Ruffle, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, was it... Oh, no, it looked and like it, it was from 30. Ruffle, yeah. and it's just like a little hand like, like yeah. right, moving over the two Fs. Yeah. Ruffle. <laughs> or the, or the umpire goes, you know, score review, yeah. ruffle. Ruffle, yep. Yeah. Triple ruffle. That was terrible. Like, that was embarrassing. Um, but Rossi uh, wasn't having from Kane. He said, um, he said, oh, I'll rule of thumb. I don't really commentate on... Commentator's opinions. Um, he said, "So I was, I was the keeper of that. Make no comment." But he went on, made no comment. But he went on. <laughs> he's good. He's good with his no comments, yeah. isn't he? Isn't and he it's Ross? a very Ross quote here. So, yep. yeah, I'm not really here to validate. It's, it's only important if you value someone's opinion. Fucking fair whack to Kane Coins right yep. there. It doesn't value his opinion. Yep. But then a, a great little quote here. So it's a moot point for me. It's a very Ross line word to use the word moot, moot point. point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's very on brand for Ross. Exactly. That's like. When have you ever used moot point in a in a in a conversation? 
Hey, Adam, you know, do you want a beer at the Caltonis? Oh, it's, oh, it's, a, it's, moot, it's a moot, it's a moot point. point, mate. I don't want to get involved in that. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, you know what I love about Frio? Even though uh, he's gone, he's gone Cane Corns, he's mm-hmm. defended his players. They're in the ruffle zone. You're allowed to ruffle. But Harley Bunnell, he's done another calf, which is about 17 in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. But Frio have come out and said they hope, they've delisted him mid-season. They've delisted him and said, we hope some other club picks him up. Wait. Isn't that isn't that lovely of Frio to just go, this guy, fucking idiot, can't get a game. But you know what? We hope someone else picks him up. So they, they have delisted him? Well, they kind of... Or they, Ross said he won't be around next year. He won't be around next year. No, they have. Oh, I thought, I read an article that said that he had been delisted. Can you delist a player during the year? I reckon you can. Because you just, because Carlton did it with Byron, uh, Jared Pickett. All I'm seeing here is from two, three days ago, injury-prone Fremantle docker Harley Bunnell mm. finally has something to celebrate, the birth of his first child. Okay, now let me just go back a little bit. And can bit. I just say, that child did its calf as it came out of the birth <laughs> canal. So I think I've got the feeling that maybe the day Ross Lyon made the comments, the day after mm. Harley Bunnell had his first child. So that's, I don't know if that's Great form <laughs> from people to be fucking just shitting on the great, great you can, day they've had. You can had. definitely delist a player mid-season if they're not going to come back and they're okay with it. Like, obviously, you do it with the management. But also, to come out and say, we think someone else should pick him up. We yeah. couldn't get him right. He, he went to Germany. He went to the calf doctor. Dr. Calf. Munich. Yeah, yeah. The calf blood guy. Calf blood guy. He went there. Couldn't get it right. Pinged his calf again. But... Hey, what the fucking deal with the calf blood guy? Get to Germany. What's your point, mate? Why can't we just get import some calf blood from Germany? Why can't what does get someone to inject that? Why doesn't he ever fly over here? Why doesn't he have a franchise? Why like, is he, what's his problem? Just tell us about. Like it seems to me oh. like he's just like yeah. What you do is you are uh, <laughs> you just put a little bit of calf blood into the calf. It's very similar. Yeah. It's it's it, the calf is the same name as the calf, and therefore you put it in. Have you ever seen? And I know you go to a lot of farms. Have you ever seen a calf ping a, a calf? <laughs> You know when they're running full out and they're going yeah, to kick sure. a goal? Yeah, You've never seen a calf when there's a calf. When there's a foot race. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When the ball's out in front <laughs> and they're chasing the leather, which is probably their dad. What? Like, dad. We need to work mm. out what other objects of the body, you know, have the same name as the animal. And then we just put those into, like if there's an animal called, you know, turf toe or something, we need yeah. to inject that blood. But it's pretty simple, though, isn't it? It's like, how do you fix the calf? Uh, the calf blood. You just put the calf blood <laughs> well, why in. Why can't Dr. Calf come to Australia? Yeah, Dr. Calf, get over here, mate. What's his fucking problem? Here we go. <laughs> it's Dr. Calf. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Calf maybe knock around with a few of few yeah. family members. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason. There's a few reasons he, he can't, can't travel. travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were they honest about Jordan Ngoi, though? I mean, here's a man who just pretty much... Look, he's had his issues over the years, mm. and they're very. Dog, the dog was a problem for yeah. a while. Wow, I mean, if dog's going to break people's hands, uh. I think putting the dog down was a good idea by uh-huh. Collingwood. Yep, sure. They and went. You know what? They went. We believe Jordan so much. We're gonna we're gonna uh, execute this dog in front of the team. It was weird to do it at half time, though. I thought as well, mate. I thought I thought no other no other player bought a dog. <laughs> and then once it came out that maybe the dog didn't break Jordan uh-huh, Ngoi's hand, uh-huh, they went, uh-huh. oh, fuck, we may have gone a little bit hard. But Jordan Ngoi, there's a lot going on at Collingwood. He's been caught overnight, over the day, over the weekend. Yeah, over the weekend. He's been caught uh, using his mobile phone while driving. 
it just yeah, God. I mean, you know what I don't want. I don't want uh, to know that there's a uh, society out there that has Jordan to go in control of a vehicle. Yeah. So we know, firstly, mm-hmm. you know, he loves a bit of a glug glug glug. Mm-hmm. Get behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? Yep. Well, I'll tell you what can go Blame wrong. Blame it on Jordan. the dog. Too. Yeah, exactly. And now, not only is he not glug glug glug, but now he's like text text text. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's on the gram. Maybe maybe he's following us on um, Instagram. No, but you know what he... Junk well, for bud. He's probably on junk bet. Probably on junk bet, yeah, actually. He's probably probably going, laying a few bets. Yeah, he's probably uh, texting Jordan Stevenson, Jaden Stevenson, and going, mate, what do you reckon I get on? He goes, mate, kick four. Kick four on a first. I tell you, one of the bets that we were laying for the weekend yep. was, will Jordan Goey get caught using his mobile phone while driving? And we can uh, announce a massive payout. payout. <laughs> so that's the... You don't get that anywhere else. Yeah, we're doing an bet. early payout for another players next yeah. weekend. No, it. Uh, I mean, Jaden gets caught for the uh, betting, but surely Jordan getting done for the mo the for mobile phone while driving. So he only gets fined for this. But I would have thought that a man who has been drink driving mm-hmm. uh, has lied to, about it. I thought he'd lost his license. So when did he get his license back? I thought that should have been a big deal. He might have had a small one, so he didn't get to spend too long. He fought a dog, yeah. broke a hand yeah. while fighting a dog, <laughs> and now the mobile phone. I'm I'm sniffing around a life ban. Do you think a life ban is too hard for John Dugowie? Can you do two life bans? <laughs> Can you be like... Consecutive life bans? Yeah. I, I would like to see that... Because, uh, you know, everyone talks about how great the father-son is. What if <laughs> father-son, life ban? Oh, okay. So, so has Jordan a has a kid. Yeah. Boy or girl playing in AFLW or the AFLM. Or whatever sport they want to play. Yeah, okay, okay. It could be heck, netball, fucking fencing. Netball, cricket, fucking whatever high, you want. Bo- high jump, whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Okay, so whenever Jordan Dugowie may in the future have a yeah. child, so he when may he not has want his, to, he may not wish to, he may yeah. not. When he has his, a young girl called uh, Jaden Dugowie. Yeah, sure. I think that's a girl's name as well. I actually think there's a pretty fucking fair chance that's going to be <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that child... From the moment they are born, Whoop. they place their first breaths on earth. They are banned from all competitive sport. Doesn't matter for what the rest they do. Life. Doesn't matter what they do. I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair call. For I would love to see looking at your mobile phone while driving. Yep, the, the father son <laughs> slash daughter <laughs> life ban. Because life ban means fucking life ban. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I got a mate of mine a few years ago. He got picked up by the cops for looking at the mobile phone. And he claims he wasn't. I believe him, actually. actually genuinely, really? Yeah, I genuinely believe that he wasn't. Um, but he said he was singing along to a song on the... on. He might have the phone hooked up to the, um, oh, the right. radio. Yep. And the cop pulled, her up, pulled him up and um, uh, she said, you know, I saw you talking on your phone. He's like... I literally wasn't. I really wasn't. Like, check my phone. I haven't called anyone. Yep. Like, it's it's literally sitting there. And he said, uh, she said, what, why was your mouth moving? And he said, I was um, I was singing along. And this is a fairly white friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And they said, uh, who are you singing to? And he's like... Please say horses. No, it was the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but, Wu-Tang. but he went to court and he got done. He got done. Like, even though he was I like... I went to court. He was like... he Because he was like, I didn't do it. And like, yeah. he was like, I literally... I want to fight it. And he said everything yeah. that I said that... I, it was true. Fight the power. I wasn't lying. And so that's that's why the, the cops are low pigs and we need to start a revolution. That is very true. I got done... Uh, I was on King Street in the city. Mm-hmm. Just leaving uh, one of the many uh, fine establishments down King Street. Oh, wait a second. Not one of the naughty ones. 
Mate, I was just I was on King Street, okay? Oh, you don't God. need to know details. No, grow up. Anyway, I was in the car and I was looking at my phone and I looked up and looked across and there was a cop in a cop car oh. and he just looked across me and I went like mouth sorry and he just went he just nodded. Yeah, just, gotcha. That was okay. it. So you weren't moving though, were you? No, we were stopped at the lights. Oh, okay. So you were in the car actually where yeah. Absolutely, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. No, no, I'd done everything wrong and then he said uh, all good and then I pulled up the next set of lights and I popped the cap in his Bottom. Don't you get a feeling though with cops every now and then, like they get the feeling that they do it as much as they can be bothered to do. So they go, oh, I could, could see that, and that can take time. me another, you know, half an hour. And you know, there's more important. And in King Street in that area, like there's a bit more going on than every time. You, you got Maccas to eat, you got people to bash. And don't you find every now and then when they do pull you over that you just kind of roll up a couple of hundies and you just kind of slip them over to them and they kind of do, take man. it. And oh, they, mate, I'll slip them a couple of blunts. Thank you, Mister Officer. Yeah. And, you know, I'll see. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a shame. It'd be a shame. Shame for anything to happen to you. At, you know, yeah. number four Smith Street. <laughs> Tell you what, once you know their address, mate, they're very, very compliant. Celebration, Adam. Celebration. I love, love a celebration. You love a celebration, I don't do, you? Did, I do. you? did you watch the footage last night? So, umpire Shane. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What am I celebrating? Umpire Shane McInerney. One of my favourites. Umpired his 496th game. Uh, yesterday against the uh, dogs and the cats, and then after the game, quite a beautiful moment. Mm. They actually lined up a guard of honour. The two teams. The two teams lined up for a guard of honour, along with the umpires of the day, and they let Shane walk through while holding the ball. Now, do you think it was the darkest day in Australian sport? Are the clubs told beforehand, "Hey, this umpire's umpiring his 496 game," mm-hmm. or are they aware of it? Like, are they told, like? Two teams, and Geelong would have been pretty dark that they lost to Footscray. Yeah. Are they thinking after the game, fellas, doesn't matter, don't worry about the loss. We're still two games clear. We may not get a home final, but One clear. Yeah. this man. Yeah, he broke the record. He broke Haddon Kennedy's record. 496. 496. Do you they give a fuck as players? Like, were you there just going, I want to get off the ground. I want to hate, I want to hate this game. I want to leave it behind me. I don't want to celebrate this guy. He didn't give Joel Selwood eight free kicks like he normally would. Yeah, sure. I reckon they could give zero fucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they from 1994, he's been umpiring. He's about 48, I think. And he talked about the relationship and the conduct of umpires. is fantastic, okay? Can I just say that you said he's been umpiring since 94, mm. which makes it sound like a really big deal. But all this man has to do is run a lot. Run 15Ks and blow a whistle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not unbelievable that he's... Got to 496. And every now and then do that little square. Little square. Say, go review. And occasionally they'd be like, oh, my back hurts because I've got to bounce the ball. Got to ball. bounce the but ball. Like, oh, yeah. fucking get it. Got to bounce yourself. the ball, but if it's a free game, then it's like two times and a half. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like they're not actually working that hard. So I just go, I reckon the players would just be standing there, particularly if you've lost, you'd just be like, oh, fuck this guy. Well, there's a quote from at the top. Shane McInerney says, there is still plenty of room for improvement when it comes to abuse directed at umpires from the crowd. Now, you can Mm. read that Mm. as in like, he reckons that there needs to be less abuse of the umpire from the crowd. But you can also read that sentence as, there needs to be more. 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 Like, crowds need to get better at abusing umpires on the field. Let's, okay. Let's have a look at Sean uh, Shane McInerney's career, right? Mm-hmm. 496 games. Not so 500. Say, fucking whatever. Loser. Let's say it's 500. Two hours per game. Yep. 1,000 hours out on the field, right? Mm-hmm. 
if you worked out how much he spends around the boundary, which say would be like a quarter, because most of the game he would be in the mid middle of the ground, right? Because you know they go, oh, we cover from the crowd. Uh, I reckon it would have been around when they had two people um, initially. Oh, okay, so he's done a lot more. And but how much shit is he actually copping from the crowd that he can hear? You know, they say, oh, we cop a lot of shit. You go, yeah, but most of the time you're in the middle, you're in the corridor. They're not on the fat side of the ground. Mm-hmm. And how much are they actually hearing from the crowd? Like, is everyone on the on the boundary going, hey, McInerney, you're a fucking dog. And if we want to find a way to um, abuse someone in football, Adam, nearly 500 games, it's only done two grand finals. It's done 2004 and done 2007. Here we go. What a pathetic piece yeah. of fucking shit yeah. Shane McInerney is, eh? What both. A, what a fucking hack. Can I just say, both Port Adelaide games too. They were both Port Adelaide. Yeah. And one was a fucking whitewash. Yeah, exactly. They had nothing to do with the entire <laughs> exactly, day. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, Mark, Geelong, yeah. goal, Geelong, yeah. all clear. Yeah. The first one, uh, Brisbane at Cook, they're fucking done. <laughs> Port Adelaide, this is embarrassing. Fucking, uh, fucking uh, Bomber, uh, what's his name? Uh, Choco stand on the fence going, oh, Mark Scott. Yeah, yeah. fucking lost it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so, he, so we need to improve our abuse of umpire Shane McInerney. So, Shane, fucking 500 games, two grand finals. I could do better than that, mate. That is really embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, it's pathetic. So do you reckon, like, since 2007, which was his last one, 12 years ago. Yeah, long time, mate. Long time between drinks. Do you reckon he's sitting there going, oh, I could have done 2000. I could have done... There was a draw. <laughs> I could have done the fucking year after. As soon as he's done 18 finals all up. This is Wikipedia, right? So that may not be right. But 18 finals. Okay, you've been in the fucking league since 1994. You fucking umpired 18 finals. Bullshit, mate. So that's one a year. It's not even one a year. It's that's like terrible. less than that. You're it's fucking less embarrassing. That. That's you're less a, than us. You're a fucking pathetic hack, Shane McInerney. that when they... Go Gave him the uh, the guard of honour as he walked off. They fucking let him know. <laughs> Remember 2007? You were shit, mate. mate. You did nothing all day. They won by 120 points. What did you have to do? Have a oh, snooze at fucking three-quarter oh, time, did you? You got a football in real life, Adam? Here we go. Here we go. Okay, we get it down here. From, from Jackson. Hi, guys. A uh, few footballers in real life sightings from this week. First off was... Mr. Pinch himself, your mate Adam, Ben Stratton. Strat. Who came into my work while I was working this week and bought a speaker and a tripod. Needless to say, we were all a bit starstruck, scared, and didn't ask for a photo due to the risk of a few pinches. Speaker and a tripod, okay. Oh, Strat that tells setting me. setting up a bit of a music thing at his house or well, that tells he might me take on the DJ tour? Nah, see, I reckon for the DJ tour, he would already have his setup. So he has gone outside of that and he's setting up like some sort of... You know, open mic comedy night. Oh, okay. Or like a poetry slam. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't put it past him. Yeah, because yeah, obviously, if like he's a DJ, he's already he's already got his kit. Yeah, I think a storyteller's night, I think, for Strats. That's not bad. Mm. Like the moth. Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. so come out. Strats starting up a pod. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell Back me about the fuck the up, Strats. We fucking own this turf. If he fucking goes near us, old noble boy's dead to me. Here we go. Second up, I was having a few frothies at a bar in Brunswick Street in Fitzroy when I saw none other than the Rat Pack member Ben Johnson stumbling his way out of the bar and into a taxi. Good to see. Even in retirement, he's living up to the Rat Pack name. Rock, 
what bar do you reckon he's come out of? Uh, Benny Johnson. Brunswick I'm going to say he was either like. Uh, I don't bim- really know that area much more anymore. Bimbos are just reopened. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Or, you got a bimbos about him, yeah. Or the provincial on the corner, which is as the upstairs bar. Yeah, I could handle that. I reckon yeah. bimbos, though. I like bimbos. Yeah, it's him, just yeah. new. It depends yeah. on what time. Like, if it's say four in the morning, it might have been a Glamorama, but who knows? Yeah, gotcha. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, cast aspersions on a great man like Ben Johnson. Oh no, we would never cast aspersions no. on people. Shane McInerney, you fucking. <laughs> done anything in life we're going to hit the road we are junk time pot at gmail we are junk time pot on twitter and facebook and the gram go hawks oh fuck the boys Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.